MLIW, The Walking Dead, and Fear the Walking Dead review. Hello, citizens of Walking Deadsville, wherever the fuck we are. Today's episode of the LIW Walking Dead review is episode something, something, 64, 65, 60, 800. I don't know if I can know where we are anymore. I really don't. I'm going to look it up right now. And we are on episode 65. This is a record-breaking episode. I forgot. I should have known that. I don't really pay attention to my own stuff in the way that I pretend like I do. But this is the most episodes of one show I've done. LAW Movie Review has 64 episodes. I believe the Phoenix West show is coming in tight at 63. This episode has surpassed it primarily because it's easier to do. And then it just keeps coming out on its own. I don't have to do anything for it. But the movie review is a little different. I have to find a movie. got to get people in here. got to do a movie. I don't like to do movies by myself. It's too, long. it's too much to talk about one movie by yourself. And you, got, you need someone to like kind of argue with. If, the same thing, same reason I canceled my sports shows. It was fucking boring by myself. I couldn't do it. it was, you need to uh, be like, oh, I don't think they're going to do that well. Oh, you don't? How, I think they're going to be a mate. And like, that sort of dynamic would create a great, good show. But when you're by yourself, you're like... Well, I think they're going to finish last place. And I'm like, and I agree because that's what I just said because I'm the same person. It's like, what's the fucking point of debating? It's, 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 otherwise, it's just an update where you can just find on your fucking news feed on Facebook. So uh, anyway, that's why I canceled it. Yeah, but here we are. It's episode 703 of The Walking Dead, The Cell. It rhymes with the last episode, 702, The Well. The Well, The Cell. I don't know. Maybe we're going to do the whole fucking season rhyming. I don't know. I don't care. Here we go. So this one's all about Dwight, and you can tell because the intro of previously the walking at that sort of thing is just Dwight scenes. What happened to him before? There's a weird shootout, and they show way too much of it for for a show that has time constraints. And um, it opens up with um, the, the who's the boss, which is not where I thought of an episode of uh, Walking Dead would ever start. The opening credits of who's the boss, and it's Dwight watching it. He's drinking out of a jug of wine. Uh, so it's a montage, it's a musical montage during the song, and he's playing hockey with like this weird little stick thing, and it turns out it's a drinking game with some hot chick, um, she looks like she hangs out in Tempe, um, or Portland, Oregon, if, if you need more of a, an expanded view of the world, of the country. Um, Santa Cruz, how about that, does that one work? Um, anyway, they, they're drinking, and then he's carving some little figurines, I don't know what the fuck he's doing, he's Andy Dufresning it, and then he's... He's doing so much work just to make one sandwich. It's just like 25... It must have been seriously two hours of him just collecting materials to make a sandwich. It was either 25 minutes or it was... Or two hours, rather, whatever the fuck I just said. Or that's how much I pay attention to the things I say. It was either like a lot of work or he did that in three seconds and then it stretched it out into a montage and make it look like that was his day. Um, he, he like... He's really crafty with it. It was fun to watch this. I like this. It, it was, this opening was straight out of Breaking Bad. It had it wasn't The Walking Dead. I just want to say that right now. We all know it's true. I'm sure some of you had the same fucking thought I did. Whenever I point something out in this show, and I'm like, there we go. And I, I think people would think like he thinks he figured. No, I just I'm pointing out the obvious. It's just it's it's seriously just an episode of The Walking or uh, Breaking Bad at first. It's just. One of those, those montages, they do a lot. They do a shit ton of them on Breaking Bad, and it works really well. And I noticed this show kind of tries to do it, and it works. Like, it worked in this case, but I've seen it before where I'm like, okay, moving on. And moving on. Nope, still doing it. All right, I need to move on. Speaking of, he watches this guy fight over the food while he's in line stealing bread, and then he writes his locker number down, he goes and robs him. 
And then uh, when Negan walks by when he's trying to get something else, they all kneel down. I'm like, oh, that's interesting. They, they all have to kneel to him. I mean, I knew that before in the comic, but when I was watching the show, I was like, I didn't, I, I wasn't expecting it for some reason. I forgot about his enormous ego at points because he is Jeffrey Dean Morgan, that the, the dream factory with dimples. Oh, my God. He should have been McDreamy, by the way. Hashtag, hashtag my McDreamy. Um, so there's guys out in front. Um, uh, Dwight's outside watching, and he's, I think he's smoking or something, and he's looking at these guys, and they have these big sweaters and sweatpants, and there's, there's like, have buckets on zombies' heads. You know what the fuck they're doing. I, I can figure it out. He's staring. Dwight's staring at this one zombie, and she keeps trying to stand up over and over. She has a spike through her chest, and she just can't go anywhere, so she just falls back down and gets back up over and over and over. He, uh, after he makes a sandwich and eats it, he makes a big dog food sandwich. I almost said dog turd. Might as well have been. He just puts dog food in a... It looks like quality dog food, though, so I'll give him that. He puts that on a thing of bread and gives it to Daryl, who's naked in his cell. Um, later on, he brings some food. He brings Daryl to the doctor. There's a girl there getting checked up. It's very awkward. Um, she talks to Daryl a little bit, and then Dwight yells at her, and then it's revealed that she's not pregnant. You can tell something's going on. I've read the comics. So I knew what was happening. My girlfriend at the time had no idea what was going on. She was getting, starting to get mad after a while <laughs> when they weren't explaining it. And I was like, oh, I don't want to tell you. She's like halfway through the books right now. So I don't want to spoil much to her because she's just going to find out anyway. But she also doesn't give a shit about spoilers like that. So I just told her. But I'm not going to tell you. Fuck you. I'm not close to you. The doctor tells Daryl and, and Negan. He basically is like, this all this will get better. This, this wound in your back, whatever the fuck his problem is. I don't remember. He's like, ah, it'll get better. Just remember that Daryl or that Negan will take care of you if you let him. And then you could tell something's wrong with Dwight, and he's just like mad about something. I'm fascinated by Dwight's character in this show, by the way, and in the comic. It's he's such an interesting character to me, and we will hopefully get in there eventually. Why? It, it's uh, I, I don't want to spoil anything. It's just a lot of fun to watch him, especially when you know it's going to happen with his character. So outside, um, Dwight. Is showing Daryl the fence and all the zombies that are stuck to it, and he's and he's like, "Those zombies are out. Those zombies outside there are you, unless you're smart." And uh, basically saying like, "If you don't play ball and become one of us, you're gonna end up out there." And in the cell, he brings back to the cell after that, and then Daryl's like, "I will never kneel," and he's like, "You will. You'll learn. You might not know now, but you'll learn. You'll know then." And then I was like, "Oh my god, it's cryptic talk. It's cryptic talk back and forth. It's a cryptic talk off." I, I, I don't. This episode. Let me just state this right now. I like this episode because I like this dynamic of Dwight and Negan. And when you throw Daryl in the mix in the comic, they kidnap Carl, and he kind of tries to turn Carl against Rick. But in this, he takes Daryl, who doesn't even exist in the comic. So it's a, it's a totally different thing to watch for me. So it's that's why they did that. So it's interesting. You you can, you're like, wait, what's going to happen to him? I don't know what's going to happen to Daryl. You really don't know. And I like Daryl because he will not kneel. He will not ever beg. He he was insanely loyal 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 to his brother to Merle when he was alive. Do you remember he like betrayed the group and he left him to go rescue his brother? And then he's all about family. He's like he's he's very very devoted. And close, and he just will do whatever it takes to for those he loves. And then it, when it becomes obvious that he has to choose when when it's basically Daryl or um, Rick against Merle, he realizes who his real uh, allegiances should lie with. Who his what his what his allegiance? Anyway, 
what the fuck? I can't even speak. You know what I mean? He's like, he has to choose one of them, and he chooses the one that makes more sense because they ca- they actually care about him more than just being related to him. Because that, that seems like that's all Merle really had was blood. And who gives a shit? And that's what he had to learn. So I love the fact that because this group took him in and like actually gave him a life and meaning, he's never going to bow down to Negan. So when we're watching this in this episode, I'm like, oh, he's not going to say my name's Negan later on. I don't... So what are we doing? We know we all know he's not going to do that. It, this episode's just to show you the world within the sanctuary. And by the way, have they called it the sanctuary yet? I don't think so. Very strange. So Negan pulls in uh, Dwight. He calls him D. I think they do that so we're not hearing Dwight and Daryl and getting confused because I'm having a very hard time describing both of these guys. He tells me he's doing a good job, and he comes, he's buying. There's just the two of them um, smoking. And he's like, you, you're doing such a good job. You want to have a blast from the past? And he's, ha-ha. And he doesn't reveal. And this is when my girlfriend's getting mad. He's like, what is, she, what is he talking about? And he's like, you can have any... Uh, I'm just kidding. But you can have any woman that you want as long as she says yes. And he's like, oh, does your penis work? Or does it work down there? You know, your penis. Because you got bit in the penis in a couple episodes ago. And um, he's like, oh, is it lower? I think he means his balls. Uh, do your balls hang lower than your penis? Because I don't know if mine. I'd have to see it from the side. I don't know. Look naked in a mirror once in a while. I don't know. I don't want to do that. Why would I want to do that? But are balls known for being lower when you're standing? I don't know. When you're sitting, obviously, yes. But I don't, I don't know. I don't, I don't know the anatomy that well. Or I have a huge balls or really small balls and a huge dong. I don't know. I don't want that to be the rumor. Can we start that on Twitter? Phoenix West. Hashtag Phoenix West. Small balls, huge dong. I don't know. If you guys want to do that, that's fine. That's fine with me. Wow, where where the fuck is this episode gone? This is this is gone. So he um then the the scene's interrupted just like this this uh, discussion should be. Uh, it's interrupted by like a, a walkie-talkie, which they just I'm trying to figure out where they get their batteries from and how they're charging them. But then you watch all these YouTube videos and you can realize when you realize you're not mechanical, people figure it out. I don't know. I've seen people get a potato and you get a bubble and you you figure, and then you charge the battery. I don't know. I don't understand that shit. I'm not gonna pretend like I do. Anyway, they, there's a guy. Go- there's a guy. He escaped. And then he has to go find him. They showed him before. I forget the fuck he's doing. Doesn't matter. This uh, big dude that works for Negan is like Negan's right hand man. Um, although he's not Simon, the guy that they set up as his right hand man, they didn't show him once in this episode, and I thought that was very strange. I was like, is he off doing Westworld? That actor is doing Westworld and The Walking Dead. Those are two great shows, and they both begin with the same letter. Coincidence? Illuminati? I don't know. I guess we'll have to get back to it. We'll figure it out when when someone makes a video that barely explains anything and, and does a lot of guessing. So figure it out. Make it, Internet. Okay, go for it. Anyway, this other big dude that works for him gives Daryl some bread, but leaves the door open, and I realize that they did it on purpose because when he sneaks out, I always write Daryl, his name, with an E on the end whenever I make my notes, and it pisses me off. But he sneaks out, and you start to go around the corner, and you realize there's three guys right behind him, and they're just waiting for it. This is all part of their plan is to see what he does. Um... They cut back to Dwight, and he's pushing his motorcycle down the road. And then um, there's a bunch of, like, blood and guts and viscera. It's this weird purple, slimy. It looks like um, the Upside Down world in Stranger Things. It was very gross-looking and slimy, and it was purple. And I was like, what? Is this supposed to be blood? It's fucking It's flat-out purple. It's it's very. It's not the color of blood or the color of money. He uh, He's pushing his motorcycle down the road. I'm like, is he just trying to be quiet? And they reveal later that his, his wheel's broken, but I thought he was just trying to be quiet so the guy wouldn't run any further. And I wasn't sure if they were doing 
a flashback at this point of what how he what led to him getting to the sanctuary. Because I didn't hear what they said on the, the radio earlier, I didn't realize he was chasing down a runaway. Um, that sounds like a Tom Petty song. Um, but I didn't, so I had no idea what the fuck was happening. There's a bunch of splatters in the road of zombies, and he's like, "What the fuck?" And he keeps kicking them, and he looks up, and one falls off a bridge and almost lands on him. He has to shoot him in the head. And I was like, "Why is this happening? I don't understand." Um, this girl, the one that was in the doctor's office earlier, she stops Daryl when he's sneaking around. And she's like. She's like a really close, she's a close stalker. She's one of those people. And I would be very, very uncomfortable talking to her. But she stops Daryl and she's like, shit can get way worse if you let it. If you, if you leave, it's going to get way worse. They'll find you and they'll, they'll make it worse. But if you go back to your cell, everything will be fine. It'll be terrible, but it'll be fine. But it's going to get worse. And I'm like, oh my God, your options are nonsense. You are not giving them a viable option right now. You're saying one's worse, but the other's worse. A's worse and B's worse. And you have to choose one. So... What the fuck? I don't... Oh, my God. It just pissed me off so bad. Um, and basically saying that he should just give in and go back to the cell. And he just stares at her for the longest time. And I and I was like, God, he's got to smell terrible. He's just sweating. And you see his sweater. He looks like he's dressed... Um, it looks like he's... It's laundry day at the dorm. And he's just dressed for that. He's wearing a big-ass sweater and sweatpants. And he's got, like, the the little arch of sweat around the top of the sweatshirt where it's, it's this yellow, it's gross. And I'm like, God, he's got a fucking reek. Those things just hold in body heat and funk. And he's just eating dog food sandwiches for who knows how fucking long he's been in there. And I wish he was just like, thanks, lady. And just <sighs> some breathy words in her mouth and just walked away. It would have been so fucking insulting while also not really doing anything to her. It would have been amazing. But no, they, instead he just turns around and she's just like, Hmm, I tried. So he goes outside for bikes, and he's promptly surrounded by all these guys. Negan comes out, and he's like, you know, who are you? And he points at this guy behind him, and the guy's like, Negan. And he points at the guy on the other side, of him, right directly behind him, and he's like, Negan. He's like, see that? I'm everywhere. And he's basically like, I'm going to give you three options. You wind up on a slab working for me. Like, you're dead, you know. And then you get out of the cell, but you work for points. It's what those guys were doing earlier. Um, outside, or or C, you work for me and live like a king. You get a new pair of shoes and live like a king. I think that's what he said. I was like, why the sho- the shoes is the one that that's the selling point. A B C, always be selling, right, guys? Closing, sell, whatever, S- selling with a C, like sell division. And st- I don't know where I'm going with that. Fuck you. He goes, he goes to hit him because he's like. He doesn't want to say who he, he's not going to bow down now. And then he goes to hit him with a bat with Lucille, and he he's like, ah, and he doesn't flinch at all. He's like, you don't scare easy, do you? And then um, he's like, all right, that's fine. Uh, you know, you'll figure it out. And then he walks away whistling, and that kind of lets him know to beat him up, and they beat the shit out of him. Um, Dwight finds uh, the runaway guy and who's in the middle of the road, and there's nothing around him. There's, like, complete free surroundings, and he's just like, locked in a fight with a zombie, like an hand-to-hand combat with a zombie. I'm like, why the fuck? Just How did this happen? Were you, were you like sleeping in the middle of the road, and then he got on you? I don't. I can't find another reason why you would be that in the, in the zombie's way. <laughs> you couldn't go around him. There is just massive fields on both sides of the road, and then the road itself is clear at this point. So you were either walking like backward while doing on your hands, or you were you went out of your way to fight this zombie or it's just a stupid fucking scene that they stage for no reason because they think we're idiots. It's the same way they killed, uh, 
killed old uh, Dale off in that episode where he's just like walking and then he turns around and there's a zombie there but we were behind him the entire time with the fucking camera and there weren't there wasn't a zombie there so fuck you fuck you fuck you no nonsense okay so I'm gonna get to this episode and I'm gonna start talking about The Walking Dead for real and um, this girl talks to Daryl about the bullshit through the door I don't fucking care about this girl at all her name is what the fuck I wrote it down Sherry who gives a shit about Sherry fuck Sherry Okay, she talked to him. She's talking about how we stole your stuff and talked to you before. And I'm like, no, you fucking, what are you talking about, bitch? Goddamn. So this man, um, they come back to Dwight and the guy kneels to him and he's like, just do it, man. Just do it. He's like, I have nothing back there. My wife died. And, uh, you know, I'm just going to walk away. Or you can, well, why are we doing this? He's only one and we are many. And uh, Dwight's like, I'll fucking kill everyone back there that you love. I will dig up your wife and put her on the fence. And I was like, fucking dig up. I would have been like, dig up my goddamn wife, dude. I don't give a shit. She's fucking dead. What are we doing? Like, oh, no, my wife's buddy who, who's already rotting and getting eaten by insects. Like, I give a shit if you put her on a fucking wall. She'll decompose faster, actually. It's, she's not going to know. What are we doing? I'm like, I don't understand the fascination with dead bodies and the, how sacred they are. I don't, whatever. The fuck ever. I don't know you guys. I don't understand people. Anyway, the... um. He's like, all right, Dwight, you win. He gets up and he starts walking away, and I, and then he shoots him in the back. And I was like, I don't understand what that whole fucking scene was. I don't know what he meant by. It. They kept saying, "I'll you win or you you do this," and I'm like, does that mean go back or does that mean die? Because going back is death or this is death. I think he shot him so that Negan didn't torture him. I think that's what it was. I think it was a mercy kill in a way to save him from torture, but he could have just let him go. Is is also kind of a point, and I think that's also building on the. I think. I was like, I was kind of worried at first. I'm like, maybe this makes you think Daryl's or Dwight. See, I'm already having a problem. Dwight's a piece of shit. But it's also you realize in his eyes because the actors, the actor that plays Dwight is awesome. I love that guy. He, I just want to stop it and say kudos to that fucking actor. That he, he, oh my god, he looks like Christian Bale in this scene and in life. He looks like Christian Bale, but he sounds like Jesse Pinkman. He's go watch that scene again where he has that guy finds the guy on the road. He sounds just like Jesse Pinkman. It's very freaky, and he looks like Christian Bale in The Fighter. It was a sunken, weird, skinny dude. But anyway, he uh, he has this moment. I think it's a moment where he realizes he had to do that, and it sucks because it, that's how the episode ends. But we'll get there. Um, back at the sanctuary, he talks to the, his ex-wife or whatever the fuck, and they're smoking, and it looks like a meth ad, like meth not even once. One of those things. We'll go back and watch it again. Also, that scene is the next one, so just watch it. It's You'll see what I'm talking about. It's this weird lighting. It looks like it looks shady as fuck. Dwight gives Daryl the sandwich. But he won't eat it, throws it at him, and then Daryl, he gives Daryl a photo, a Polaroid, basically. And it's that one guy's Polaroid, you know. And and you couldn't really see what it was. It was like, it's a Polaroid of, uh, I don't know, something. I thought it was going to be Glenn's head, just like in the dirt. But I don't know what the fuck it was. And then he goes outside, and he's like, he realizes Dwight's going to start crying. And then you hear... Uh, and then Dwight starts crying. No, Daryl starts crying. See, fucked it up. I had I had all that time to think about it, and I still got it wrong. And, and, I, and first of all, I don't think I'm the only review show. I imagine every walk and every review show that's on iTunes and all, everywhere is playing those two songs in this episode. So, if, so just don't don't bother telling me that. I get it. I know that. We all know that. I knew that before I did it. I'm not. I I don't claim to be original with the shit like that. Okay, I'm just doing my job. Okay, I'm doing my job that nobody asked me to do and nobody pays me to do. Okay, so just accept that. Okay. I feel like I just rapped. That was weird. So, play the Roy Everson song. He starts crying. Um, Daryl taken to Negan's room. That's what my note says. I keep it that simple. He's, he takes him to Negan's room to be like, 
to because he thinks he just cried. He thinks he's broken now. And Negan tells Daryl that Dwight showed up a while ago with his wife and, si- and her sister. He tried to marry the sister, and she said maybe, and she was sick and she needed medicine, and that's how he. He's like, I'll pay for it because I take care of my wives, but other than that, you're on your own. Um, but she, she said maybe, and then they all fled, and then he, he spent a bunch of money, basically is what he said, to catch the the women, but they couldn't find Dwight. Um, D came back later, so he wouldn't kill Sherry when he realized she was ca- captured, and then she he's like, all right, I was gonna I was gonna kill just you anyway, and then uh, she goes. Sherry offers them Mary Negan so to not kill Dwight. And he's like, I, w- I was going to marry your sister. This is weird. And he's like, I was going to say no. But again, Sherry is super hot. I love, I love the, oh my God, he's amazing. He, uh, he's so perfect for this role. I can't, there's no better casting in the world than this. I, I almost believe that. I don't know if I want to believe that or not. Anyway, she, uh, he says, D got the iron. Basically, he irons. Literally puts a hot iron, clothing iron, basically, on the side of your face and burns it. That's why Dwight's face looks like that. That's why it's all fugly. In this world, who gives a shit about your fucking face and your looks? Um, so he asked Daryl his name, basically expecting him to say Negan. And I was like, Kunta Kinta. I mean, uh, Daryl, he says. Um, and, I was, and he's like, oh, that's fine. You made your choice. It's not my fault you made a dumbass choice. And um, Daryl gets mad at him, or Dwight gets mad at him. Fucking Christ, this is going to be a problem, a real problem if they don't separate these two men. I'm just going to call him D from now on, Dwight. Um, D says you're going to end up in that room or hanging on the fence. I assume he means the room in the photograph, and I think that means the room from before in the last season where the room where they had all the Polaroids of all the zombie or all the kills. I think that's what he means by that. I'm not really sure. You could, again, you couldn't see what was in the fo- the Polaroid. I could have looked it up. But I don't want to. I want to go off the show shows us. The show didn't show us shit. Show, show, show. Oh, my God. I, always be showing. E-B-S. We all know that. We get it. And d- the episode ends with a couple things. Dwight goes, nope. Daryl goes, I get why you did it, man. I get why you came back. Why you took it. The deal, basically. He's like, you were thinking about someone else. That's why I can't. And he's like, oh. And you realize that really got to Dwight. I did it. I said the right name. And outside, you see Dwight. He start, he's drinking a beer, and he throws it, and he, he, sees, he sees the man that he chased down earlier and shot in the back, and you see the bullet hole in the back, and he's, he's what they're doing is these guys with these letter things on, they're working for points, and they're sticking the dead bodies of the escapees outside, and they're putting them on the wall and the fence to, as like an example, and like maybe deterrent for people who want to attack them. I don't know, but it's supposed to be insulting. It's supposed to be, you know, belittle them. And it's like grunt work, basically. Okay, that's the end of the episode. Fucking Christ. This is... I, I found this episode kind of boring. I I liked a lot of it, but it was also the pacing. This, this show cannot do one thing. They can't go, here's Daryl, and then next scene, here's Rick, and then uh, there's that storyline. This is happening at the same time as this. Here's... Um, Here's Carol and uh, fucking Morgan, and there's three storylines. But no, this show had to go, we can really drag out a season. What's this show one episode at a time of where they are? As if that fucking matters. As if we can't, we're the only fucking show in the world. Again, I point to Westworld. Westworld is the best show on TV. I firmly believe that. They go back and forth and are telling like seven or eight stories, and you care about all of them. And you're invested, and you're aware of what's happening. You're not confused. And this fucking show cannot handle that. The pacing of the show is the worst. This show has the worst pacing 
That's the that's my only real issue because I like all the actors. I like the writing. I have sometimes have a problem with, and but but then again, that feeds back into the pacing. If the pacing was different, the writing would be better because it would wouldn't be it would be broken up more. It wouldn't be so dragged out. Everything it would, the writing would get inherently better just because the pacing got better. And or it, the writing would have to inflect the pace. I don't know. One has to go for his chicken or egg. I don't fucking care if they decide to do the pacing different and, or the break it up, break up the sections. I guess you'd have to write that first. Obviously, I don't know what the fuck am I talking about? You know what I mean? Speed it the fuck up. Go back and forth. Intercut scenes that aren't related to each other, be, and then you come up with common themes like most fucking shows. This shows. This episode's about this. They're all gonna go through this weird thing together, but separately. Holy shit, that's how writing works. That's how you write a fucking episode. Look at Breaking Bad. Look at look at Westworld. Shows like that. Look at The Wire. There's so much going on. This show goes, I want to show you this. And then you get that for 42 minutes, and you have to wait a week to see these other characters. They do that so they can shoot it all separately with different crews, and they don't have to worry about overlapping all these episodes. I get that. I really do. But you can hold three or four of them back and then edit them together and still have the same fucking schedule for filming it doesn't affect that at all i don't understand why they do this this is my rant this is my walking dead rant i very rarely talk about the actual show i just kind of talk about the scenes and make fun of them so this is my actual rant on the fucking show i really got a problem with the pacing i wish they would figure that the fuck out it's been seven seasons and they can't figure it out this is why people say the walking dead is boring it really just is sometimes pace (sighs) shuffle the deck that's all i'm gonna say Right now they got three separate decks and they're they're scared to fucking death to touch them. It's like a toddler with with uh, potatoes, mashed potatoes on his plate, corn and meat, and they're like these three must be separate. If they touch once, it all goes in the trash. I can't have them touch. If one kernel of corn goes in this goes in these mashed potatoes, it's over. It is done. This meal is done. I don't fucking get it. Figure it out. Until next time, and in the meantime, I'm Phoenix West. Go subscribe to Lording Wonderland on YouTube. So long, citizens.